Welcome to Thunder Wolf Podcast. Did you know the Kroger on East 10th Street in Indianapolis is not a 24-hour store and hasn't been since 2016? If you don't know this, there's a jerk-off cart goblin who's going to be real pretentious to you. He's going to go, hey! You're going to be like, yeah, we're closed! I hated that guy. We're here in the spare bedroom studio. I'm Jacob. I'm Shane. Our producer, Steve, is standing by. Good morning, Steve. Uh, today's show, we've got... What have we got? We've Stuff got uh, things. We've got uh, our Thunderwolf updates. We've got... Um, I'll tell a little bit about the uh, Nashville story, coming back with the band. And uh, last night was birthday night. Yeah. We, had a, we had a wild time. We did. So we'll jump right into... The uh the Thunderwolf updates. Oh those yeah, fantastic things that we. So, do. you know who Takashi Six Nine is? Yeah, yeah, I do. He's the Rainbow guy. Yeah, he claims because he, he's a snitch now. Yeah, I actually saw a really funny meme the other day that was him, and it was like an anamorph thing, yeah. and it was him turning it into a rat. Did you post that? I think I think that's on uh, Thunderwolf. Yeah, that that made me. I laugh. thought that was really funny. That gave me a good uh chuckle. But uh, he claims that Cardi B is a gang member. What? Yeah. Cardigan backyard again? <laughs> Does that surprise you at all? No. Okay. Did you neither. see that part? People said that her name Cardi B is short for cardigan backyard again, and there was like this whole internet push to. What does cardigan backyard again mean? It nothingness. Like a cardigan, like a sweater, like yeah. Cardi B has to mean. I'm in the. I'm in my cardigan in the backyard again. Yeah. Like so, she's a gang member. Which which gang? Uh, the Bloods. Bad one. I don't know. The Crips? The Hells Angels? Yeah, wouldn't it be sweet if she was a Hells Angel? I mean, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I'd respect her. Yeah. I'd be like, don't mess with her. So he's saying she's a snitch. Mm. What's going to come of that? No, he's a snitch. He's saying that she's She's a a gang gang member. member. That's it. Yeah. And then Jim Jones as well, which I don't, I almost didn't say anything about him because I don't really know who it is. Like Reverend Jim Jones? Yeah, exactly. I don't know who it is. I think it's a, like, was he in G-Unit, I think, maybe, or something? Well, the real Reverend G-Unit. The real Jim Jones was a hero. He's an Indiana icon. You know. People know him most from his, the people's, the new people's temple agricultural church. He's the Kool-Aid guy who got all the people to drink the arsenic kool-aid oh oh yeah he's from indiana like that guy that busted the wall uh yeah yeah yeah, the The commercial yeah 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 the kool-aid guy actually (laughs) played jim jones yeah i I had a uh, poster when i was a kid of Mm scooby-doo and he had on like uh, a tracksuit, and he was like looking like he was about to break dance and i wrote g unit on his shoes with a marker on the poster because i thought it was on scooby-doo's shoes yeah Right? Weird? Yeah. Yeah. Why was Scooby in shoes? I don't know. Was it like one of those, um, the Bugs Bunny? It kind of... The Bugs yeah. Bunny in like a, an athletic jersey and he's got boots and chains and... Yeah, it makes me think of like, you know how like dogs' feet are obviously shaped weird? Yeah. So like he wouldn't be able to wear like normal shoes, but they just... They just as soon as he, he got to his was. ankle, they put shoes on him. Yeah. Yeah. Don't Don't care for that. Jessica James... Porn star. Oh, was she the one who died? Dead at 43. I did see that. Did you Um, read how she died? I did not. I saw like she was, I mean, it's the classic prone to having seizures. And they found uh, 
prescription <laughs> drugs. Like it's uh, that it's that kind of thing. They don't. It's really yeah. vague. And she was forty three. She was smoking hot though. Yeah. Saw a picture of her. I was like, zeal. You want to hear a really bad joke? Yeah. She probably will be for a few more days. What? Smoking, smoking hot. hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, like but it. you know, f and chat, rip. F and chat rip. Yep. See, I'm getting. I'm still. You're still getting used to f and chat rip. Bet. Bet. I bet, son. Did you ever do any of those i like ironic sayings? You're like, man, you know what? That fam. I'm gonna people who say that fam thing. Oh, that's really annoying. Yeah, so d- I'm gonna start making fun of them by saying. Yeah, it. I constantly do that. Like, uh, I went into Justin's like live uh, Facebook thing mm-hmm. when he was doing a show, and I said, "What's up, fam?" Yeah, like never say that. And then you're like, "Oh, well, it's part of me now." Yeah, like I have I, the virus, and I honestly want to know if people think it's like if they know that I'm doing it ironically or they're just like, that's the kind of guy that says fam. Fam for me was hyper ironic. I was like, look at all yeah, these stupid people saying fam. And then it's to just you, part of my language. But do, per- do people perceive you as being the kind of person that's either joking about it or actually yeah, meaning? Like, I don't want to be looked at as the guy that's like, yeah, that's the kind of guy right there. This is fam. <laughs> bet. Yeah. Bet dog. Bet same. This song slaps. Oh no. Is that one too? That's a new one. Oh, no. Amongst the kids, something slaps. Oh no, dude! This fucking beer slaps. I don't like that one. You don't like that one? No. All right, Patriots release Antonio Brown. Um, I saw that headline. I didn't read it because I didn't understand what the Patriots or Antonio Brown was. Oh, <laughs> uh, um. So Antonio Brown is a football player, mm-hmm. and he was like, um. I'm not going to wear this, or I want to wear this helmet. And the NFL was like, you're going to, you can't wear that helmet. And he was like, well, if you don't let me wear this helmet, I'm going to, I'm going to not play for this team. And then the Patriots are like, you can come play for us. And then he raped a girl. For real? Yeah. Or allegedly. Oh, damn. And then they were like, you can't play for this team anymore. Yeah. And they were like, "Mm, not worth it. And then they got rid of him. That's, that's how I perceived it. Damn. Yeah. So all that happened with like just in a month. Like he was like, I'm full on playing for this football team, but if they don't let me wear this helmet, I'm out of here. You know what sporting event I would go to? A gladiatorial battle, like a combat scenario where you have maybe rapists versus tanks. And then it's just this big coliseum and you get to see rapists ran over with like Abrams or like blown up. Yeah, I don't I think a lot of people would go to that and not have a single problem with like what was happening there. No, I think I mean that would be a sport I would enjoy. Rapists versus tanks. Yeah. I think that would be a good time. You go, Okay, well Rape. you don't have to play football. Rapists versus you can wear whatever helmet you want. Rapi- and then, rapists versus non rapists with machine guns. Yeah, that sounds like a fun yeah. fun show I'd go to. Yeah. Who could hang the longest? Or like even give the rapist like a little bit of an edge, like give them knives. Yeah. But then the, the, the other people have machine guns. Yeah. So like every once in a while, someone would get stabbed. But for the most part, it's just you could have you watching people get mowed down. Yeah. People who rape people. Yeah. Yeah. Gun them down. You only get a few shows. After the initial season, the first season you just wipe out all of the rapists and then yeah. it's just like you don't want to get caught raping because you don't want to go up against a tank. Well, also, you can't wipe out all the rapists. There's always going to be new rapists. Oh, exactly. So the seasons are just going to get yeah. shorter. 
You know, a dark picture that I've have painted in my head is like, you know, that like frat boy that got caught raping a girl and he didn't really get that much of a sense. Oh, uh, was that Brock Turner? Uh, the guy who was doing it behind the, uh, the dumpster. Yeah. So yeah, Brock Turner. Okay. So in my mind, I picture like, I remember reading this thing that was like, they caught him and he was like literally going to town on her Yeah, and she was like passed out and he's just like, Oh yeah. So I picture that in my mind and just think how like dark that is of just somebody like, Oh, it's pure evil. Yeah. Absolutely pure evil. That's why I, I recognize the humanity that these people who rape are humans. Yeah. But I just have no moral or intrinsic value for these people. Yeah. And I can look past that. And because I can't really go back in time and stop any of it. Yeah. And I can't really affect law change. The only way I can deal with the fact that around around in public are just these kind of evil, horrible people. Yeah. It's, and so I just Im- imagine and, and fantasize about their deaths. That's another, the only way I can That's another thing that. is like, I always say you don't re- like, you don't know who somebody is behind a closed door. Like they can be this normal person and then you give them an opportunity to be who they really are. And it's like some dark thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's really scary. I've always thought that way about like, who I let my child be around, like yeah. basically in the sense of like, yeah, they seem normal. And like, how well do you know this person? And are you, you know, who are they behind a closed door? Are they right. going to you know, like that's what a sociopath is, right? Like someone who can act completely normal and be this normal thing that and disguise themselves as a normal person. But mm-hmm. then given the opportunity, they turn into this other thing. Most every politician. Yeah. That's weird. That's the, the stage view of them. But yeah, you're absolutely right. And that's like when they I just see, blend in their wolves. Yeah, you know those like little gifts of um, uh, Hillary Clinton, and she's like doing that smiley, crazy face. Yeah, like she's just putting on a show for everyone, and just she looks insane. Yeah, because uh, she murders people. Yeah, her and her husband. What do you mean she mur- murders people, Norm? You know, like she uh, she murders them dead. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Norm Macdonald went on the View. The view of all places, yeah. and then started talking about the Clintons and their murder sprees, and they were like, "Norm, you can't say that." And he's like, "Why? They ki- they kill people." <laughs> and then they're yeah. like, "You can't say that, Norm." Yeah, it's really hard for me to hear like Whoopi Goldberg and um, what was the other the other chick, Rosie O'Donnell. Was she on the View? Uh, I think in the beginning, maybe, or I'm thinking of another show. But yeah, my point is, it's really hard for me to hear Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg and or uh, Rosie's opinion on just about anything. Like I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't feel so opposite of their opinions, especially Rosie. She's like, ugh. I haven't paid much attention to her. Yeah, she just. I mean, any quote I ever see from her is just like this. Just she just hates people. Yeah. Have you Have you ever? Uh... Speaking of hating people and and bringing you back to the the weirdness of you don't know who, oh yeah, lives around you. Have you ever looked on like Watchdog or anything? Yeah. So, yeah, you get the app and it shows you who's yeah. like, yeah. I haven't done that in my new place. I just started thinking about it. I had uh, I think it was yesterday. Some friends tell me that they got a letter from the state police saying, uh, "Hey, here's a picture of this guy. Here's his name. Here's his description. He's a sexual predator, a known convicted sexual predator." And then they have to send the letters out. 
And then you just get this letter one day from the state police that says two blocks from you, a sex offender's coming in. I would hate that. Well, you mean as the sex offender? No, as, or just like, as a per- I'd be like, well, thanks for his address. Now we know where to go take him out. Now we know where to go mob and lynch him. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't want to. I mean, I would. I want to know, yeah. but at the same time, it's like, well, that's always been a weird thing. When, like people, like the actual sex offender has to go door to door. Like the 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 law yeah. forces you to walk up to people's houses, knock on the door, and be like, "Hey, I just want to let you know, I'm a fucking convicted rapist." Good. If I mean, I'm all about it. If it's if if the due process has been proceeded from start to finish, from accusation to investigation to the yeah, uh, you know, it is proven above guilty above yeah. all else. You are found completely guilty. Yeah, it's like okay. And I know that the people who argue against that say, well, it's not always perfect. It's like, but we can do a pretty damn good job of it. So good. I mean, I mean, I'm all for it. It's for sure. I just thought it's what I want. With I just think it's all, a really weird scenario where they're, they're forcing people to do like community service is one thing, but yeah. like walking up to a door and being like, and having to say that is probably like, what's the punishment for not doing it? I don't. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's no like idea. I just think it's. I'm. I'm all for it, but I just think it's a weird scenario where it's like, has anyone ever really thought about how strange it is? That's like, it, how weirded out would I, like it would ruin my. It would like give me a weird feeling if like right now my doorbell rang, I went to the door and he's like, "Hey, I'm John." I'm like, "Oh, what's up, man?" He's like, "Yeah, I live like four houses down. I'm a convicted rapist." Yeah, I would be like, I would spend the next week contemplating like how I was gonna like deal with this. Yeah, well, what would you do in that scenario? There's what can I do? I don't, Other I don't than, know. I don't know if I would say something. I don't know if I'd be like, "All right, well, I hope you die soon. Like, don't I, ever come back on yeah. my land again." Uh, well, I mean, first of all, he didn't want to be on my land. Yeah, well, he shouldn't have raped, I guess. Yeah, but I want to be like, yeah. I mean, I don't want to <coughs> give the response. I don't want to be a, have a weak response. Like, I feel like a weak response is like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Like, that's weak. I feel like that's not the that's not a mature response. The 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 right response was like he already knows that I probably despise him or everybody that yeah. he's knocking on everybody's door despises him. But the proper response would probably just be like preparing for a situation or knowing you know pre- preparing for the fact that he's around which how do you do that? I had to put some thought into it, but um having guns and locking your doors would be a good start, but just always knowing it's almost like an ignorance is bliss kind of thing. Like if I didn't know that, you I mean, they're probably right now at this very moment, there's probably sex offenders within a mile from this house right here. Yeah. But I don't know that. But if I were to know that, what would be different? Yeah. No, I'm, it's a fair point. What would you do with that information? Yeah. You just harbor anger, I guess. Mm. You can't really do anything about it. Yeah. So basically the laws is forcing people to harbor anger. Maybe so. <laughs> Where did I stop at? Uh, Antonio Brown. Oh yeah, Seinfeld reruns on TBS. They're they're done. What? They're getting rid of Seinfeld reruns on TBS. Why? I don't know. It's still on Netflix though. So well, see a TBS. I guess you're going under. TBS, very funny. What do they do? They do. Uh, they do Braves baseball games. I know that. Braves baseball games. Apparently, I'm a Braves fan, so that's the only reason I know that. What do? What's so good about the Braves? Um. Uh, like what do you mean? 
Like, why are you a fan of theirs? Oh, okay. Well, when I was a kid, there was a baseball player, and his name was Chipper Jones. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, and my last name is Jones. Yep. Um, and I would just like, you know, when you're a kid, you're constantly attaching yourself to things, like, like trying to feel like you're a part of something. So when I went to, I mean, obviously Indianapolis and Indiana does not have a baseball team, so you can't really be. And I never got on. You don't the, have a baseball team. I never got on the like. Uh, Cubs train uh-huh. you know, They're close so I like them like that, That's what I feel like every Cubs fan Unless you're f- from Chicago You're just like oh they're pretty close like So a proxy fan. I like them <clears throat> Like, But really Indiana doesn't I'm not even being oh. sarcastic We don't have a baseball team We have the Indians which is like a triple A team What does that mean? Um, it's like Different divisions but like is It's it like semi pro baseball So like um, people get called up from That team to go play in the majors uh, the majors, that's what it's called, Major League Baseball. Yeah. And we don't have one. Why do we not have one here? We, I think there was like, a f- I might be completely wrong when I say this, but there, I feel like a, a few years ago there was talks that we might actually get one called like the Circle City, huh? something or other. But like, I would love to have a baseball team here, and I think it would do really well. But Yeah, I mean, growing up, I, I, I wanted to play soccer. I played some different sports. I played t-ball when I was a real little kid. Yeah. But I know a lot of my friends loved basketball, which was the fall winter sport. Yeah. And then it, it's a spring summer sport, baseball, right? Yeah. And we don't have a professional team. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Indians games are a lot of fun, though. Have I been to one? Yeah. Yeah. We went once with uh, the old work. We had a yeah, like, manager like a common, retreat. A really common thing. Well, or like businesses or jobs, like the couple times that I've been, or a lot of times that I've been to an Indians game, it's been like through. Uh, actually, my work where I work now just um, had an outing there, which they like. I worked the swing shift, which is, which is like four thirty to three a.m. Yeah, and they <laughs> they had a baseball game, and then like everybody get your tickets, but like everybody that's on the swing shift just can't go because they're working. <laughs> so it's like super insulting yeah like everybody on day shift gets to go so basically what i did was i i got tickets and gave them to uh like my girlfriend and her parents yeah and they got to go and have and drink for free and have fun and um but yeah so back to yeah we don't have a baseball team but what i was saying is like when i was a kid um i basically needed i was a big baseball fan i played baseball for like 18 years like all the way from t-ball to high school baseball and um just kind of like latched onto a team at a young early age and Chipper Jones is like Chipper is a cool name first yeah. of all last name Jones and then they also had um um Andrew Jones on the baseball team so there's two Joneses on this team so obviously so how could you uh, yeah, go wrong it was with easy for me to, them. to latch onto them and then they had this guy named David Justice that's a cool name so David like, Justice yeah that's pretty cool. So, and like Greg Maddox, like, so basically when I started liking the Braves, they were like, had this like really like, uh, John rocker, like these really cool, you know, like just really cool players on the team and they had yeah. the same. So I, so I kind of latched onto them and then I was like in baseball and like T-ball, like call me chipper, call me chipper, like got people, yep. you know, have you ever, have you Did ever they do f- it? Yeah. I kind of, I regret it because have you ever tried to force a nickname on yourself? Yes. Yeah. What was it? Oh man, I don't even remember. Uh I remember not not like just adopting a new name, but like call me this. Yeah. Tell, yeah. Um 
I'm trying to think what it, what it, what it was. It was in elementary school. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So, you, you know, same same. Is that when you were doing the, the chipper? No, this is like a week ago. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, it was probably around <laughs> like when I was a kid. Uh, like probably it was past T-ball. I was probably like nine. Ten yeah. years old, and I was like, "Dude, call me this." Call I've me always, I always wanted a nickname. Yeah. And my dad and his wife at the time had nicknames, like her name was T Boss. T Boss. Yeah. What did that stand for? Tammy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> my dad has an ex-wife named Tammy. Um, so does Ron Swanson. Yeah, two of them, right? Or like three? Yeah. So, and then my dad it was DJ, well, which is just Daryl Jones, but. I just thought it was cool that these people had a nickname. So I was like, call me Chipper. You know, and I got the yeah. same number, number 10, try to be, you know, Jones. Yep. So I said, Jones, number 10. So I'm basically like halfway. I'm there. You're there. Yeah. You're basically Chipper Jones. Yeah. What yeah. team did Mark McGuire play for? The St. Louis Cardinals. I remember hearing his name a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. We had a teacher whose last name was McGuire. She was uh, maybe a teacher say. But we would always be like, "Is Mark your husband?" She's like, "Oh my god!" No. We grew up. We grew up in that era of when he was uh, broke the home run record. Do you remember that? I remember so stuff he, about him. Him and Sammy Sammy Sosa were. Yeah, I remember that name too. Competing to win the home run record, which was like five hundred. And Mark McGuire won. I think so. <laughs> we'll just give him the yeah. credit anyway. Yeah. Good job, Mark. Um, Sammy Sosa, yeah, for sure he is. Do you uh, think he listens to our show? Oh, of course. Like, <laughs> Shout out to Mark McGuire. Thanks, Marky man. Mark, what up, dude? Uh, Sammy Sosa, I, I, do you know that he's a black man, right? Yes. He looks like a white guy now. Like Michael Jackson? Yeah, exactly like that. He used like this cream on his skin, and like apparently that's what his excuse for Steve, it was. Steve, can you get that pulled up? I want to see that image. And he looks like... Uh, a white guy now. What? When did? It... Yeah. So Steve just typed it in Sammy Sosa into the the Google search, and the searches are Sammy Sosa, uh, Sammy Sosa hat, Sammy Sosa now, and Sammy Sosa white. Yeah, those are the top four. What? Right. It's insane. What the heck? I so I saw this picture. Uh, recently, and I didn't know who it was, um, a Facebook friend posted that image and I didn't know that that was Sammy Sosa cause I don't know those things. Um, he posts a lot, so I might not be able to find it. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. It was really funny though. Uh, he's a, he's a black dude who posted it and so it was something about um like speaking on interviews that's what it was the meme had that picture of sammy sosa that the steve just had up there from where he's very dark lighter skinned and now like white yeah and it said uh how i really am how i speak or my name on the resume and then the super white one was my customer service voice on the phone right and i i was like that's really really funny that's great. Yeah, they're me, my resume, my phone voice, <laughs> Sammy Sosa. I didn't know who that was. I just saw it the other day. Me, my resume, my phone voice. So is yeah. it saying like his phone voice is like a total white guy? Like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, exactly. Um, so there's this thing about that that went around. Uh, I don't remember the year, but 
it was about how if you like people of minority groups if they put their name and their minority spelling uh and the sounds like if it sounds like a quote unquote mexican name or a black name or a spanish name or something that doesn't sound like shane jones you know what i mean yeah very typical white name then they were less likely to be hired but if those same people with those same application statuses, the same qualifications, et cetera, uh, had a white name, they yeah. got the call. And so that was used. I feel to like there's that. a video out there of someone like a black guy and he's like, hey, what's up, man? Like talking. Oh, and I'm the, sure and there the, are. And then a phone rings and he's like, oh, and then he's like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. You know, like very. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Murphy did that bit back when. Uh, about being a uh, white guy and they had cream and they had makeup and they were going to like banks. Yeah. It's old, old 80s SNL. It's also funny like Dave Chappelle doing uh, uh, the like, white people. Yeah, like yeah. being a white guy. That's so With funny. the white wig, with the yeah. white mustache. Yeah, it's like powder. Yeah. This is so funny. See, racist humor can be funny. I, I thoroughly Racial agree. humor, let me correct myself because yeah. there is a difference between racist humor and racial. Racial humor can be funny. Yeah, it has I don't to even be think good, what think. he was doing is racist. It's just No, it, racial, racial yeah. but not racist. Yeah. Uh, lastly, I just put uh, Kevin Spacey's uh, uh, massage therapist who was uh, reportedly uh, called, you know, said he was doing naughty things with them died who is this kevin spacey kevin spacey died no kevin spacey's massage therapist who um allegedly was touched inappropriately by kevin spacey is now dead is dead was like, he about to go to trial too yeah it was something like along those lines yeah so it's it's more epstein it's, connection yeah, more of that uh, how did he die did he hang I don't know, to be honest with you. He shot himself 12 times in the back of the head, execution style. It was mm -hmm. a suicide. He massaged himself. That's death. wild, man. It is. Like, I just, I really just put it down because I want to put the emphasis on anytime anyone's about to, you know, that just gives you like a solid, don't ever try to, like, if you, something bad happens to you from a famous person, just let it go. <laughs> Because you're probably gonna die if you bring it up. What a bleak existence! And I know, I, I mean, I know you're not pushing for that. It's a commentary on that situation, and it's so true. Like, if what are you, what are you supposed to do? It, yeah, it is bleak because it's like your options are uh, live with it or die, die yeah. before trial. Yeah, it's wild, man. Money talks, doesn't it? Yeah. Wonder how much money Kevin Spacey has. He's a weird oh, dude. Probably tons. He of just money. plays really weird roles as well. Like he I does. feel like he just finds a an outlet to be himself in movies. Mm -hmm. And he plays like this. Like as soon as they were like, he's gay. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. What 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 movie was he so creepy in? Seven. What's in the box? What's he, in the box? He's in, he's in that? Yeah. Oh, that was, He's he Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, yeah. and Kevin Spacey. Kevin What's Spacey in the plays. Box? He's the murderer. Yeah. Oh. Spoiler alert! But beautiful mind. It's been out for a long time. Or what's the movie where like he and his wife are like not getting along, and he goes and he starts smoking pot and working out in the garage. I have no idea. Really? 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 Oh man, what is that movie? It's such a. Is it a, not a beautiful mind? It's a. Oh my goodness. Can't think of it, but it's a really, really good Kevin Spacey movie. 
do you this is an int- speaking of uh Kevin Spacey while while Steve's trying to get that pulled up. Yeah, I I don't know, look up like movie pot couple, I don't know. Um American Beauty? Yeah. Yep. That's it. Yeah, that's the one. That's like have you never seen that? No, I haven't. It's a really really good movie. It's dark. Yeah. And it ends like spoiler alert like it's pretty it has a pretty crazy ending. But really good movie. Should have to it. check it out. It looked like it was a 99, so at the height of his career. Yeah. Something interesting that I've had people tell me, and it is, it's a, I think it's a moral quandary when you get a good movie, so this good piece of art, and then you find out one of the actors who created this good art that you appreciate does something like this. Well, it's the same with music. Michael, Michael Jackson. Exactly. Like, I will turn off Michael Jackson mu- music because of you that. will now I do and I I don't think I'm alone with that but then, there's two types of people in the world obviously there's the people that just like he's really good you know yeah I don't I don't put his music with what he's done and I cannot I just feel dirty listening to like his music it's it's an interesting thing uh t- to wonder if you can actually separate the art from the artist yeah i think you can i think once the art's made it's no longer really the artist yeah but i can't and like but when i'm listening to it i you're can't thinking about i'm not it. like yeah yeah see, this is so good i'm just yeah. like child molester child molester child molester yeah, like, i'm not even against that thought because it's the same as like kevin spacey stuff right it's like he's yeah. he's accused of doing these things it hasn't been found completely true yet just like michael jackson and then you go do i want to really want to watch the movie then yeah. Uh, what was one that did that? Seventh Heaven. Uh-huh. The uh, Pastor Campbell, the guy. Did you did you know that? No. Yeah, he a bunch of child born a few years what? ago. Yeah, that dude was in like he was in Star Trek. He old the Star dad? Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was in a couple other movies dude, with kids. My all time crush is Jessica Biel. Really? Yeah. I'm okay. not, I'm not knocking that to uh, Topanga. That's your all-time crush. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes, and then I, so I saw hot. that somebody like didn't What's his name Fisher, uh, um, Lawrence Fishburne. No, to um, <sighs> I just I I I know her, but I I can't think of. Uh, did you see her in Maxim? Yes, I did. Somebody thought of a great idea to put her in Maxim. Uh, yeah, the, Danielle Fischel. She's sexy. Yeah, child, uh, as a kid, you know, watching Boy Meets World. Yeah. I was like, that... Just a finny! That's what I want in a girl. Yeah. Boy Meets World. And you didn't get it, did you? No. It's just been disappointment after disappointment. They don't exist. What a great show. Yeah. Mr. Finney! I loved that show. I didn't watch Girl Meets World, though, when that came out. Me neither. I think... It was one of those reboots where it's like been left alone. I don't I don't want to I don't want to ruin my memory of it. Did you ever watch Brotherly Love? Mm-mm. With the uh, the three brothers? No, I did not. Oh, I can't think of the something. Brothers. Was it a Disney as well, or uh, I think so? One of those. It was the same. Like it wasn't too long. Ends. Uh, Joey was the the main one, but he was like if you saw that guy, you would know him from like a bunch of Disney movies. But him and his two brothers were like all like legitimate brothers in real life, but they called this, they had the show and it was called brotherly love. No, I did not see that. It's good. It missed me. It's good. Do you remember the, uh, old, 
all that when oh, it yeah. first came out. Yeah. Repair man, 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 man. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was like repair man. And then uh, what was uh, the bigger lady? Um, she would do like daily advice or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. was it? Uh, um, I have, oh, I, I can see Something it. advice for your everyday something or other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now back to somebody else. Uh, I want to kill myself. Do you remember the French guy, uh, the black guy that's on SNL now, but he was in like the tub, and he had on uh, not Keenan or Kel, one of it? them, yeah, yeah, and he had a uh, like a, a raincoat on and a hat. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, in yeah. The tub and he was like French. He's like, ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha. Yeah. Pierre, was it Pierre or something? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That was and Amanda Bynes, like she had the Amanda show before. Um, and she went crazy. Yeah, they went crazy. She's weird. She was so attractive, dude. She was like both of them were. She was like both of them. Yeah, I was thinking someone else. Amanda Bynes. I'm with you. Amanda Moore. Amanda, please. Yeah, Amanda, please. Bring in the dancing lobsters. Yeah. Um, Do you remember Amanda Moore though? Right. Amanda Moore. Uh, I don't know. Or Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. Yeah. Mandy Moore and Toyota. So for whatever reason, Mandy Moore and Amanda Bynes. I kind of get the same vibe. Oh, I remember Mandy Moore. Well, she's in a show now called This Is Us. She was really sweet. She was. We used she to hang out all like... the time. It was a great <laughs> diner we would always go to. But she always played like wholesome characters. Yeah. That's what I thought you were getting at. But um, for whatever reason, they reminded me of each other when I was a kid. And then now Amanda Bynes just like went off the deep end. and like. Did she get her stuff back together? I think. I think. Did I hear about Enough that? to not be in the news all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, like, she's I mean, probably fighting her devils to, or fighting her demons or whatever. Yeah. Well, good for her. I'm glad she's bumped it back up there to where she's not insane still. Insane still. Yeah. What other ones went insane? There was uh, Amanda Bynes. Um, what was that one? Uh, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Well, it's like that whole era of like Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan and Britney Spears kind of all went crazy in the same time. Like, remember when Britney Spears like shaved her head? Yeah. And like had that video of her with the uh, umbrella and she was like hitting a car in the car. Yeah. So that was like a weird, and now she's all back to like having like semi having her stuff together. I heard something on the radio the other day is like somebody looks at her Instagram and there's like, there's just something not right about it. (laughs) Like she still has that like, like underlining psycho it's in, you can like just tell it's there, Yeah, you know? And that's, that's kind of funny because like, it's just, she just kind of seems like a ticking time bomb. Like she just, and then her and like, uh, Kevin Featherline, K Fed. Yeah. Oh yeah. He I was remember. like the dancer. Yeah. And he like got fat and was wearing track suits and they were like super white trash for a while. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, like a couple of years ago, she's like, I'm just gonna be super hot again. And then yeah. got super fit. But her, her and K Fed were just being like straight trailer trash for a couple of years. Yeah. 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 That's. <laughs> That's a group of white people that white people don't really like. Yeah, we don't like to uh, associate ourselves with Trailer with Park yeah. Boys. We're like, we don't claim her. The show's great. Yeah. Was K-Fed was one of her backup dancers, and then they hooked up, right? Was yeah. that, was that yeah. the drama? That I was think, the story? I believe so, yeah. I always wonder how, if if I was one of those people, right, who got some sort of big one hit like that, I mean, then, she had a few. Well, K-Fed. Oh, he had a one hit? Or Maybe. like just the fact that like he was he having was sex like, with Britney Spears. Yeah. yeah, and then what do you, how do you live after that? Mm. How do you live with yourself becoming that kind of garbage human being? Yeah. I don't think I could. 
Maybe. Or, like, or dating as him. Maybe I maybe like, I already have. I feel maybe like, living it is already. I feel like he was thrusted to this point of like everyone knows who he is. Yeah. And then over the years, he's just kind of dwindled back down to regular status. To, uh, yeah. And now like he has to go on dates and be like, yeah, I'm fucking Ken, Ken Federal. Yeah. <laughs> and people have to be like, like have to decide whether they want to live with that fact or not. Like if, Exactly. I mean, imagine going on a date with. I think I would jump off a cliff. Yeah. I mean. Being like, hey, I just want to let you know, I'm Kevin Federline. Yeah. Like, I know we matched on Tinder, but but I used to date Britney Spears, <laughs> and I used to have... I used to have um, Do you think he has that in his bio? I used to have corn rolls. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. That I used cool to wear look. I used to wear shitty fedoras. I used to wear tracksuits with my gut hanging out. Man, what a gross look. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's what made it so... I wonder if, like, Britney Spears' um, publicist was like... Well, they already think you're white trash, so just kind of like... Just roll with it, lean into it yeah. for a few years, we'll bounce back. And then we'll be like, and then we'll, you'll get really fit, and then we'll be all be like, oh my God, Brittany's back. Yeah, we'll have this whole welcome back ceremony, this whole apologize. And then just a white girl going, I'm Brittany, bitch. Yeah. Like saying, bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Ooh, that. edgy. Yeah, that's weird. It is. I, I don't like it. And then... But I guess I don't have to, do I? No. Just kind of a weird person. Just she's had a weird like her music. Oops, I did it again. Probably came out when I was like nine. Yeah, like really, really young, which is crazy to even think about. She was really young when that came out, wasn't it? She mm-hmm. was like seventeen or eighteen. Yeah. yeah. So your she's entire that, like, adult schoolgirl. Yeah. Uniform with the oh, pigtails. it was. It was just. It was playing on that like. That essence of pedophilia. I it mean, really it was. really was. Yeah, if you think about it, she she was like a like young I'm not girl. Legal, but I'm gonna look as like attractive and and seductive and schoolgirlish yeah. as possible. Yeah, which I guarantee you that wasn't her going. I've got it. I know what to do. It was like, hi, I'm Brittany, and then some music producers like. Hi, I'm Kevin Spacey. Why don't you uh, yeah, come talk like to me? Harvey Weinstein's exactly. uh, musical counterpart. Yeah. It's like there's a oh, movie, yeah. Harvey Weinstein, and there's a guy that's in the yep. music bit, and I just picture him being like, and that's got a All right, Brittany, what we're going to do is you're going to put on the skirt here that, you know, now you're a singer, you say. I need a, I need you to touch your toes for me. Yeah, I need you to that say that kind of creepy stuff. I need you to say real nasty, like, oops, I did it again. Did you have a creepy gym teacher? Um, we don't even have to say names, but no, uh, I had like a, did you obviously you're saying, oh, yeah. yeah, it kind of yep. sounds like you same, do. same kind of the, this whole vein, like that music producer predator type. We had a gym teacher who was, yeah. Like what that. is it with that? I don't know. I have no idea. I just had like the, the classic, like there's a couple of different kinds of gym teachers and like you're, you're bound to get one of you them. You got the creepy pedophile. I got the one that's like old, uh, like probably was really good at sports in high school. And like an old bald guy, and he just like was total like, "Come on, Peterson, get your ass over here!" Like you know, the like real gruff old eighties type. Take a lap, yep. like that guy. I had yeah. that guy. So you had okay. So we've got creepy, creepy pedophile type. Yeah. You've got the uh, that the has been athlete. And then I had a woman uh, gym teacher too. Yep, I did too. Anderson, Mrs. Anderson, I think it was her name. Yeah, and she was actually really cool, kind of hot. Oh. Well, that's contrary to what I was expecting. Yeah, she was actually pretty attractive. We one of ours. I remember. I remember it because I remember all of us talked about how weird it was then. We uh, might have been middle school, where 
our gym teacher would call people up, girls, to lead the class in exercises. And he, and he would sit in oh, a chair. Oh, I thought you were saying like he phoned, oh, phoned them. No. Like called them and like, hey, yeah. Brittany, I'm going to need you to lead the class. <laughs> no, he didn't do that. By the way, what are you Not doing Not that right I know now? of. But he, he would call people, girls up. So, you know, we had the, the uniform. The girls wore like the, the shorts, the shorter shorts, and then mm-hmm. the guys wore longer typically. So he would obviously get who he thought was attractive to come up and yes. lead the class. It was always the hot girl in the class. And it yeah. would be, all right, now you're going to lead the class in exercises. He wasn't so do even toe sh- touches. He wasn't even trying to be like. No, he would sit. <sighs> Gross. He would sit like this, hands behind his head. Yeah. Legs spread down like he was at a, like. PTs. Yuck. Yeah, it's really gross. And and we were like, what do we do about this? Yeah, you really can't do anything about it. No, some uh some girls tried. I don't know if that was the reason, but a couple girls uh then were I think it was started walking by his wife also worked at the the school. Yeah. And would walk by and like started rumors about this affair. And like started calling their house. And That's what I was gonna them. ask you. If like, did you have any kind of weird situations that happened in high school that like, like we had a teacher I can't remember her name, and she was just like a helper or something like that, and she got fired because she changed her clothes in front of like some guys or what? something. Yeah, like she like there was this office that was attached to the weight room, mm-hmm. and like they had windows on it, and I think she changed her clothes. In the office, like with the windows open, while people were out in the like weightlifting area, oh, and, no. and did it kind of like purposely to try to get some sort of rise. I don't know though. I don't know the entire situation. I just know that that was like why she got fired. Because she, I, all I know, is, and that might not even be right. Is like what I'm saying about her being in like I'm placing. I'm kind of just thinking of the situation, but it might have. Ju- I all I know is that she changed her clothes in front of students. Dang. Yeah. And it was found guilty and outed. Yeah. Yep. What a and weird thing. another thing that we could probably talk about is the fact that like most I'm I'm going to go out of limb and say this, like most of the women that sleep with students are attractive. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah, no, I really have. And then I mean it's like it gives uh, it gives like me if I were to go back to school, it would I would have hope in that moment. Knowing yeah. that I could like there's a chance I could do this. There's there's a there's a real separation between the genders and the and that like thought, or uh, maybe the sexes and the thought. I don't know. I don't know which one would be applicable there, but uh, I have seen that. And then usually the comments are from <laughs> from guys, or like when a story gets posted on like social media about it. Yeah, you see guys coming in like, "Where were these teachers when I was a, a student?" Yeah, but if it was a guy teacher. There's a little bit of a different connotation. Yeah, honestly, so I had this really weird situation in fourth grade that a couple years after I passed fourth grade, um, my fourth grade teacher, Mr. Thomas, got in trouble for child pornography. Really? And I don't know the situation, but a couple of girls got like called in and talked to and something happened. Oh man! It wasn't like I don't think he just like straight banged him or anything like that because that would have been way bigger of a deal. But I think there was like some inappropriateness. But like looking back on it, it was so obvious. Yeah. And my dad used to always say like, "There's something not right about that guy." And then it fucking happened. And then he also like, he would like, he was a fourth grade teacher, and he would say like, if you came up to his desk, mm-hmm. he would have you sit on his lap. 
Oh, yeah. And then he was like, I'm going to undo your belly button. Like, he would say shit like that. Like, tickle you. And, like, that's as far as what? it. Yeah. And that's as far as it went with me. Like, those are the things I remember. But I know something inappropriate happened. And then they found a bunch of um, kid porn on his on oh, on his no. school computer. And and then a couple of years later, he got cancer. Is he still alive? I think so. I think he beat it. I don't know, though. I'm not sure. But is he like, out knocking on doors right I don't know. Now? This You got to think. This is when I was... 10 years old yeah so so 19 years ago man, or 20 years ago that's wild yeah that is wild to think about how 20 years i i it's <laughs> weird when, time go yeah it's weird as an adult now that you can honestly say like like mark i've known mark for 21 years yeah 21 years yeah i've known him since i was nine years old that's wild and it's weird to just be able to say like Anything like, oh, yeah, like when your dad used to say, like, I've known him for 30 years. Yeah, like we're getting to that point, we're getting where to the point where that's starting to be relative, and we can actually say, I've known someone that long. It, it, I don't understand that at all. Uh, do I, you feel your age? Do you feel like no, yeah, I don't like I, I feel, I feel like I've, I don't even know, I don't know how you can possibly do that. Like, I don't feel. I just, yesterday was my birthday, or Saturday. Yeah, yeah, so yesterday. Yeah. And um, How old are you? 27. I just turned 27. But I, I feel the same as I did like 21, 22. Yeah. I mean, I have way different thoughts, and I can look back at myself and go, man, yeah. I was really an idiot. Yeah. But I can feel time has changed, but I don't feel like it's been six years. Yeah. And I can... I can distinctly go, I'm very different than I was, but I still feel very young. Like, I feel like I'm just starting life, really. Yeah. It's well, a I have these, thing. like, weird circumstance at, like, work where I'm perceived by everybody I work with as a real, because I'm an intern. Yeah. Or I, I, you know, where I work, I am looked at as a student, but I'm 30 years old. Mm -hmm. So they all see me, unless I tell them, as like 21 or like 19, like, I, like, I, I don't know how old I look to you, but there's people at my job that literally think that I'm 20 years old. Yeah. And it's genuinely only because of what my job description is there. Yeah. So like, and then like when I tell people I'm 30, they're like dumbfounded and I almost feel like I am 20 or 21 or 22 because of the, like I'm a college student. That's a, like when yeah. you go to, you know, when you're in school that's how old you usually are and you're you're surrounded by people that age all the time and then no one knows your age or unless you yeah. tell them so you just constantly feel like you're living in this world where you're that age but i'm literally 10 years older than that like the other day there's a guy that's worked at my job for a couple of years but he's younger than me mm -hmm. he's like 21 22 and everyone thinks that i'm younger than him yeah and he's like you know what I mean? Because that experience or that understanding of that place there, yeah, and how that time changes, yeah, it's I, I don't get it. Um, coming back from from Nashville, we were talking about age, and I uh, I said something about I don't understand. I I joke about it, and I I mean I can read a clock. I I know you know okay, it takes me about this long to do this, but I feel like I truly don't really understand time. Yeah. Well, it's weird how like we we connect things with time. It's like like there's this thing out there where it's like when you become this age, you should be doing this. Yeah. Or like, you know, 
at 30, you should have all these things going on. Yeah. Which is like weird. Like someone has set that standard of. We talked about a bit of this on the expectations episode too. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. Like, yeah, exactly right. Like people expect you to have achieved so many things by this time. Or you should be married or you should like, and if you're not, then. Then you're. Something's wrong. You're fucking up or, you know what I mean? Like, and I like the whole, like you see little. Uh, I don't want to, if you want to call them memes or what, but like, you know how sometimes they just, people put like inspirational quotes and just like a meme form. Well, it's like, you know, everybody has their own like clock or like they're, everybody's doing things differently. And so don't compare your situation to other people's. Yeah. I, I, I think, and it's one of those, it's one of those lessons that I've tried to really learn through, through life is I'm really just trying to compare myself to yesterday now. Yeah, I mean that's cliche as hell, but I really am. Well, I'm you just and I to... are people that don't. I mean, let me know if I'm speaking. Yeah, you know, but we're just people that don't do things the traditional way. Uh, I've I never have. I've never been the type to like, you know, I've grown a- apart from people because of the fact that they're like, I'm gonna go to college. I'm gonna meet somebody. Yep. I'm gonna get married and I'm gonna have a kid and I'm gonna do it in that order. I'm gonna follow the script. And I've never been the type of person to just okay plan out my life like that. No, no, yeah. at all. And I, I and I tried. I really I started to try. So like right now, I have wanted, and I've talked about, and anyone who's known me has always known how I've always talked about starting a band, being a singer for a band, yeah, uh, developing like the the art, writing better writing stories, doing all these things. And it's just been talk. Yeah. And around that time, the 21, 22, uh, when I got the job at the cell phone shop, I, I kind of just put everything on pause mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I guess it's not in the cards for me, but I didn't do anything to make it happen. I didn't go out and find musicians. I didn't work on anything. I just kind of expected it to happen to me in that time. And it didn't. And then I became involved in the store and I was just trying to live the quote unquote normal life. Yeah. Get a job that you can just keep working at every day until you retire or or die. Find somebody to live with and have a family with and give up all of the personal dreams and then do that. And like, what's the card against humanity? Uh, Get married, have a few kids, move to Florida, then die. Yeah. It's like... That seems to be the usual path, and do you think that maybe we, it's not as? I mean, do you think that we? It's just not for me at all. Do you think we've especially not where I'm veered at. off of that um, path because of that statement that you just made? Like you, don't, we don't like subconsciously we don't want to become those people that do get married, have kids, and move to Florida. Yeah. Like that's scary in itself. Is like it's like almost feeling like either you don't have any control over your life and or you're just settling with what the norm is. And yeah. I feel like so many people do exactly that because that's just what you're told to do is like yeah. find someone, have a bunch of kids with them. And then you're in this situation where you don't like the person or you're just, you're just kind of going through life because somewhere along the line, somebody told you that going to, you know, going to college and then finding someone and then get married and then having kids. And that's then what you're forward. supposed that's to do. That's, that's, to do. that's yeah. life. And if yeah. you don't do it, you're a loser or something to that nature. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm maybe, I mean it, 
when you were saying that, it's it struck me my my emotions at least. I was like, yeah, that sounds right, and I think it does for a lot of things. Like at the time in which I was done with trying the traditional path in in my life right now, maybe I'll go back to it one day. I don't know, but I just said I can't do this anymore, yeah. and I quit my job completely. And I've just been, you know, smart with the little bit of money I saved and just trying I've to done, be frugal. I've done that too, where I've decided, like, like I, I woke up one day and I was like, I'm never going, like, I had a job. I will never work at a cell phone store ever again for the rest of my life. Yeah. I had a job downtown at um, the Indiana State Library and um, it was like a really good job. I worked for the state. Yeah. Good pay, probably plenty of room to go up or whatever. And I just hated it so much that I remember waking up one day and deciding that I was never going back. Yep. And I called them and said, Hey, I just want to let you know, I'm not ever coming back. Like basically <laughs> said that. Yeah. And then I was like, I'll mail, and I mailed them the keys because I was like, even I'm, tell, I'm going not back. going there again. Like yeah. that was the, cause it was like down in a basement. Like when I say basement, it was like offices and it was nice in the basement, but there wasn't any windows. I spent so much time down there just like, not being able to see outside and remembering how miserable I was and going every day and doing the same thing. Like yeah. it was one o'clock. I was doing this. It was two o'clock. I was doing this. It was like over and that over. Repetitive and droning. Just, I remember waking up and being young and, and like everybody gave me shit for like, Oh, you shouldn't have quit when you didn't have another job. You shouldn't have done this. You shouldn't have. But oh, my, people gave me it still do. Yeah. But my overall happiness was worth way more than, and exactly. I don't regret that at all. There, there have been a lot of people who had that, and I think it's a, I think it is from the right people a healthy forewarning. Like I had some people in my life who were like, really think about this choice. If if you're just about to up and quit your job with nothing else planned or lined up, like really think about it because there's some serious. The in, only time that I think that, and and, and I, I think that's true. There's so many people out there that'll just say like, don't ever quit your job unless oh, you have yeah. another job. Which well, that's is, the mantra that they've been taught. But that's also fair. I mean, to take care of yourself, you obviously don't want to quit a job when you don't have anything, anything yeah. else lined up. But like, if you don't, I mean, the only time where I would say that that's probably not a good idea is if you have people relying on you. If you have a family right. and kids and all that stuff, you obviously, you have people depending on that income. Yep. So you don't want to do something stupid like that. But it sounds like both of us in those, in that moment was just, we're relying on ourselves. And we knew Purely. that, we knew yeah. in that situation that we, we would be fine regardless. Yep. And that was just a, uh, you know, a choice we had to make for our well-being in that moment, yeah. and I'm, I don't regret it at all. Yeah, I I absolutely do not either. Because um, you didn't like the feeling of thinking that you're gonna get stuck. Yeah. There, like you're like, if I don't do something now, I'm gonna do this forever. Yep. And that's scary in itself. And yeah. I feel like a lot of people have that feeling, but don't ever act on it. And I've always been the type of person that, like, if I don't like my job, I'll just quit. Yeah. Because I don't. Well, I can't do that now, and I actually like my job now, so that I mean, it doesn't really pertain. It doesn't apply there, but if it if you didn't, you'd find something else and be like, I'm not doing this. But anymore. since I have a kid and right. and, and obligations, I obviously can't do that, and I would not do that. But like, if if I didn't, I probably still would. It's just one of those situations where like, I've always been the kind of person that didn't want to get caught up doing something I hated. Yep. And I always told myself like, no matter what, I'm not gonna, you know, get stuck. Yeah, there are there are definitely some few lines in my life that I have drawn and I'm like I will I will do everything I can to never be in this position again. Like yeah. there was at one point in my life I was living out of my Jeep. Yeah. And I lived in my Jeep Cherokee. 
Well, that's just and a, I said I will never do that again after I got because that's of that just situation. an instance of you learning the hard way. Like yeah, you learned by experience. Yep. A lot of people will not like they can in their head say I don't want to live in my Jeep, so I'm not going to do this. Right. You learn the hard way by actually doing that, but it almost enforces that feeling of never wanting yeah. to have to get in that situation again. I will never ever be in a position to where I don't have enough money for a candy bar, and that was a situation. Yeah. It was like a dollar was big money. Yeah. I was like, I will never be in that situation. Well, I, I've ever told again. myself before, and this is kind of bougie sounding, but like, I've I've told myself I'll never live in an apartment again. Yeah, just because of the shit I had to go through, and I know a lot of people can relate to like having upstairs neighbors. I, um, you know, when my girlfriend was pregnant, and and, and actually after we just had my daughter, like we were having really really bad uh, problems with our neighbors. Like, imagine having a newborn, and then you know. Not being able to get it sleep yep. as it is, yeah, and then these people are above you, making it even partying worse. and doing all these crazy things. You can like smell cigarette smoke through the vents, and nobody would do anything about it. I, yeah, you know that's I. So I told myself I will never live in an apartment. Yeah. I'll never put myself in a situation where other people can create that impact on you. Yeah, because like here, there's no one. Around, you know, yep. You like, I I can't be put in that position. Right. I mean, my neighbors can like play a lot of music or something, but that, you know what I mean? That doesn't really. Yeah. That, what it, so oh well. I love that about living here is like, I don't ever have to worry about not getting sleep or, or being able to like have some like solitude yeah. because of anybody else. Yep. So that's, I mean, that sounds bougie. Like I'll never live in an apartment cause I'm so fancy, but no, it just no means, the context makes perfect sense. Like yeah. I live in a, in an apartment. Yeah. I don't have an issue with it. I don't have, but you a kid. Luck, but you lucked out also though. Like you could have easily place. been put in a yeah, position where it's 100% true. Yeah. And you live in the kind of apartment. It doesn't seem like, like it's an older building Yeah, and like they're not made the way that the, the building I lived in was like every, you could hear everything through the walls and like somebody hit the wall and it would like echo throughout. They're just yeah. shitty, shitty built. You know, they looked nice, yeah, but they're like those C.P. Morgan houses where they're just like cheap cookie cutter. Put them up real fast. And then somebody below. sneezes and you can hear them in their living room. Like <laughs> I uh, I was out on the porch the other day and uh, my neighbors came out there and we just kind of got to talking uh, about, gen- you know, general neighbor kind of conversation. Yeah. And I just said something like, hey, do you hear us ever uh, like singing on our side? Because I'm singing all the time in the apartment. And usually it's in the bathroom, the music's cranked, and they're like, no, we, could, we can't hear you. And I that's was like, awesome. that's a good feeling. Yeah. Like, I can, I can hear some, and you can hear movement, I suppose, but, yeah, but it's like nothing on nothing, the scale. Yeah. Nothing. That's awesome. But also, in those situations, you have to understand that there's going to be like what comes with the territory. Yep. And like, I don't want that to be like, that's, I, in that moment when I lived in an apartment, I understood that there was like, comes with the territory like there's going to be some noise people closing opening their cabinets yep people playing music but when i can like full on the hear the conversation purely or like it would be two in the morning i think i told the story on here where i had the bat yeah and the guy came downstairs but he would like he was vacuuming at two o'clock in the morning yeah it's just and his thing was like well i work nights and this is the only like i don't care right they're like our apartments had quiet hours yeah and he just like I think we've talked about this too, but being so selfish and so self-absorbed thinking that whatever you have going on is more important than everybody and like consideration. Like, right. you know, like he was only thinking about himself in that moment. And yeah. that was such a annoying thing is like, and I couldn't do anything about it. Right. I, I called the cops. I, t- I had, 
so many conversations with the apartment. And I know Calvin's had the same thing when he, he lived at these, those apartments in Greenfield. Like, and I know I've heard of lots of other people's stories. It's like, it's very common that they don't do anything about it. No, they just want the money. Yeah. They just want you want the money and want you to shut up. And they almost know that you can't do anything yeah. about it. And they're just like, it's like, break your lease. Yeah. Give us $4,000. Yeah. I hate that stuff, man. So is this one of the, I mean, I don't know how we got onto this, but just, you know, oh yeah, doing things that, you know, quitting jobs and doing things that we'd never, but I just kind of told myself at one point that I'll never li- live in an apartment again because I don't want to give myself the chance. Like I'll probably, if I got an apartment, I probably would end up not having any problems. Yeah. But just even the chance that it would happen is like it's too just much. a line for you to not cross. Yeah. It, um, it really, I've never had anything test my sanity like that. Yeah. I mean, imagine just like being put in a situation where your con, your living space is like been, been infiltrated. Yeah. Oh, oh, I know. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about in college, the, in my dorms. Maybe I told that story on here at the same time. Uh, but there was the neighbor, uh, who I could hear yeah. through the, the outlet and it was the same thing. It was that just, you have no consideration for anyone other than yourself yeah. It's four in the morning. People are trying to sleep, and you are in your room. And then you try to screaming and hollering. Yeah, and, and then, then it's this big defensive thing. And they have like an excuse. It's like no, no you look. just don't make noise <laughs> at this up, time. Man. Like, how do you not yeah. get it? I don't care what your excuse is. I gotta do this. I got. It doesn't matter. Right. These are the times that you're loud, and these are the times you're not loud. Yeah. Here's how it goes, pal. Like I never expected it to be like like you know two o'clock and two p.m. And if I hear some noise from upstairs. It's okay, 2 it's 2 p.m. Yeah, but when yeah. it's 4 a.m. and I have to get up for work the next day, and I'm already a light sleeper, and I already have, like, I'm that guy that, like, I'm so jealous of people that can just lay down and fall asleep. Yeah, Because I'm one of those guys that, that well. I literally, I will I will lay in bed for an hour and look at the oh, ceiling, yeah. or two hours. There's been times where I'm just like, and then it's weird, too, because I'm, I'm so exhausted. Yep. I'm so tired, and but all I want is to fall asleep, sleep. but I can't. Blue light's really bad. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, like your phone light. Yeah. Like my phone always has like the orange hue to it. Okay. And uh, I have on my computer screens, I have like the blue filters on. Everywhere I go, I'm wearing this blue blocker. Well, I don't have any of that on. I try to use uh, to like stop black it before. everything out. Yeah. The, only thing, the only light that you might see is like I have one of those chargers where you set your phone on it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, and yeah, it has yeah. the green ring. And I, I think even after a while that goes away. So like my room is pretty, pretty darked out, but I try to leave on like the, like the, like our room is on one side of the house and June's is on the other. So I try to leave on a light in the middle like yeah. the, so that if she wakes up in the middle so of the night, a common she can, place light. so she's not just like, yeah, it's dark and I'm scared and I'm screaming and you know, but yeah. Uh, speaking of apartment, speaking of my apartment, you yeah. were over there last night. I was. What'd you think? I like it a lot. I cool place, I, isn't it? Very cool. That's what we were just kind of talking about. How your apartment is like an older building. And yeah, it's very neat. And got then a, you got a stoop. Yeah, yeah, I got a stoop, and you saw other people like it's a cool area, and yeah. people have their porches decorated and have plants out and yeah. statues and bird feeders and like whatever you want out there. And it's weird because it's all within those couple of blocks. Yep. And how I was not in those couple of blocks <sighs> for, a, for yeah. a minute. Yeah, so last night was my birthday, yeah. and Garrett, who's been on uh, for the listeners, um, his birthday is to, uh, today, which is the 22nd, we record on on that Sunday, and um, we usually do something together for our birthday, yeah. as we're friends, and it's one day, and it's like, oh, that's cool. 
So last night we went to The Beholder, which is this fantastic little restaurant uh, on 10th Street. Um, I'd never heard of it before. He found it. He said he loved the chef. He had seen like inter- uh, text interviews and like responses from the chef and the owner. Um, so he wanted to go there. So his mom and uh, his stepdad, Ingo, um, took us there. And it, fantastic. I had, I had a veal uh, patty melt. Oh, wow. It was delicious. I mean, it's Sounds a patty really melt, but yeah. it's like expensive, tasty cheeses. Really great onions. Expensive, tasty cheese. And then there was just this eight ounce veal patty. So soft, so delicious. That's fish, right? Uh, baby cow. <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> I did not know what veal was. I thought veal was fish. No, it's so good. Baby calf. Uh huh. That's sad. Baby cow. Yikes. The ethics there, what, you know, I mean, it was tasty. Let's not get into that because it we, probably, I would, I would eat the shit out of it. Even it was sad. fantastic. Yeah. So after that, we went back and uh, we were going to sit on the porch and you know talk politics and have a cigar do the kind of things you do when you're 27 yeah. now and uh you texted me and you said hey what, what are you doing I, we're hanging out on the porch and you said oh i'm out back and i said come over and you said okay what's your address and i sent you my address uh didn't think anything was wrong and then i get a call from you <laughs> And where did I direct you, Shane? <laughs> uh, Jenny and Washington Street. Yeah, uh, not a safe place for no, I, our people I, at night. I trusted the Uber driver too much because I was like, just let me out here. It's fine. And he drove away. And then very quickly, okay. I found out this overwhelming feeling of of dread. of Like death was upon me somehow. But I was in like the ghetto. So... And I mixed up a four and a five when I sent the address yeah, and it, sent you up the road a mile, uh, or like two. A mile and a half and into was, not a good part of town. It was such a weird situation because the first thing that happens when I get out of this car is there's a guy walking on the sidewalk and I he walks past me and I start walking behind him because I'm just I, I realized where I was and how I was like, yeah, what direction you were. So I started walking and then he started acting really weird and then he like ran behind this bush or like ran behind the side of these apartments into these bushes and then that's when I decided, like, something fucking weird's going on. So I just stopped and, like, acted like I was, like, looking around <laughs> and, like, looking at other stuff. And he comes bolting out from behind the bushes yep. and, then, and then gets and then goes back on the sidewalk. So, like, he obviously, like, dumped drugs or I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I could be totally. It was just, like, why would you run over to the bushes really fast? Yeah. So that scared me. And then I crossed the road to get away from that. And then I'm just standing in front of these people's house. And they're just, like. And they have one of those porches where, like. It's all enclosed. Yeah. And there's like four of them and they're all standing in the window and they're just staring at me. Yep. And I'm just like r- scared. Yeah. I'm like waiting for them to be like, hey. <laughs> and then uh, like, you know, me being like, I don't know where I am. And yep. like, you know, here's all my money. But you called me and you told me where you were. And yeah. I looked at the address. I went back in the text. I was like, Shane, what? Do you not see the Starbucks, man? There's a Starbucks yeah. right across. You my... said, do you see a Starbucks? And I was like, no. And I was like, okay, Garrett, get your stuff. We have to go save uh, Private I heard, Shane. I heard like guns clicking and. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I, I uh, prepared. Yeah. You know, as you should. And, and that might sound like overdoing it but i i genuinely feel i was kind of in a situation where it was a little no to scale for a second to the absolute point that you're talking about and uh why i still and will always encourage people to 
uh, no protection and firearms and protect yourself. Um, last night in Indy, as a side, yeah. there was a shooting downtown, yeah, four six, and a half miles. Six people. Were so three miles from where I had you dropped off, six yeah. people were shot downtown. Yeah. And uh, it said when I read the news article, two were in critical. Uh, I think one was something and then like three just had minor but still minor injuries from a shooting so it's like man got to be careful it really puts it in perspective you saying three miles from where i was at because it seems so far away yeah like downtown was like seems i mean but it's not so far but so close at the same time absolutely is way i mean i could have probably even maybe heard the gunshots from where i was at. i don't know how far they you know that noise travels or whatever yeah Three miles is not very far at all. So no, that's kind of crazy. And that was kind of a weird situation. We didn't know about the shootings until this morning, right? Yeah. Yeah. Found out this morning. So that's kind of weird. But yeah, I mean, we ended up, he ended up picking me up and <laughs> finding our way back to the rescue to the, mission. Yeah. And then we just had I mean, a good night. Yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Drank some drinks, talked some talk. It was yeah. really fun. Yeah. Uh, so that was a, it was a good, good birthday weekend, uh, memorable birthday, 27th. Glad you enjoyed it. Glad I could be a part of it. Yeah. 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 It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I still want to have like some sort of birthday get together or something with people and yeah. celebrate all of our birthdays at once or whatever. Cause I know when I was 21, all my friends were basically 21 at that point too. And we didn't really have things in life. You know, we didn't have careers or projects or commitments or kids or this or that. So it was like, you just hang out and do stuff all the time. And birthdays are this huge thing. As we've talked about earlier, like as time goes on, as you get older, it becomes more harder and harder to get together because everybody has all these different obligations and family. And so like, so I just like, let's do birthday two months from when it actually was. It doesn't matter. We can call it whatever celebration we want because it doesn't have to be on that date. But it was a lot of fun. It was. Um, What else did I have? Oh, the, uh, so the band, um, the tribes. I talked about how last time we were heading down to Nashville to play a show at the crying wolf. And now it's after that. And it happened. Um, I, I think I only texted you stuff. We didn't, we started to talk about it last night and then it it got lost in the, I think Kroger guy (laughs) ruined my mood. (laughs) That story. Forgot about that. Um, But I told you that we went down there and had a great show and that the sound engineer liked us, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So we get down there. We drove down Thursday morning, um, loaded up. We rented a Suburban and big blacked out Suburban. It was cool. And we loaded all the gear up and we drove down. Uh, We got to the Crying Wolf. Well, Airbnb got ready, got to the Crying Wolf. We walked in and we were like, hey, we're playing here tonight. Where do we go? Uh, where do we unload the stuff? We had to unload from the front, bring it all the way through the bar to the back. Okay. The guy's like, uh, it's back there. Doors open. We're like, okay, cool. So we go in there and um, this girl came in and she was hot about us being in that room. She was not okay with it. Oh, I thought you were saying she was attractive. No, she really was too. Oh. But she came she in. She was mad that you were in this room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... uh you know, there was another, uh, I think 
some of each of the other two bands uh, were were starting to bring their stuff into because we were that was the directive bring it in and uh, she was like who let you in who you didn't touch my board my stuff did you and instantly we understood it, yeah. she wasn't mad at us at all she was mad the situation at the situation let, let you in, yeah. and she runs a tight ship and I guarantee she gets people in there who come in and try to like take over, run the show, kick yeah. her out. You're a girl. You don't know. This is music, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Mess with her stuff. So we met amicably. We, you know, Mark addressed it directly. He was like, you sound like you give a shit about what you do. We're cool with that. Yeah. And then warmed up right away. Um, she was amazing. Her name's Heather. She, uh, we had shirts there, you know, for her, her kindness and getting everything set up and that camaraderie at that point right. we gave her one um we noticed a projector up on the wall we didn't ask anything we didn't do anything right before our set she took one of our shirts with the image the tribe's image and projected it up on the wall for us so we were performing with that symbol behind us right which was really cool yeah um first band went on they get off we go, we go on we have uh we drew a pretty good crowd in that room uh, there were people wall to wall, and it was really a good time. Uh, we finished the set, 45 minute set, so a solid run. And then afterwards, Heather said she really liked it and wants us to come back there again. So that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's what we're we're gonna look to try to make that kind of a um, then you obviously a have place in Nashville that we will go and play at. It's so I mean to have a spot we'll to play events. in Nashville is kind of a big deal. It's cool. Yeah, and it's really definitely cool. gonna have to. I'm sure the people listening want to obviously at some point come see you here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for that. So yeah, I. Uh, that's 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 what some people said. Well, what's next? And that's a fair question after one show. Um, so we're gonna try to get some more stuff around here. Try to play some 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 around here, um, and just play where we can and keep growing. And it's one of those things like what we were saying earlier of. Um, the development of time and the focus and the saying like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to try this. Uh, I talked with some people about it. Mu getting into the music industry, the band life, it's wild, especially at 27. It's like, is that inappropriate? Is that dumb? Is that different from the standard norm? Yeah. And I, I don't know, maybe it is, but it's what I want to do. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I think rightfully so maybe that's, the attitude to have so yeah do what you want with sure. consideration to how you can i guess yeah i mean i th i don't see anything i mean from an outside perspective it helps at all not that my opinion matters but it doesn't seem like like it seems like you're doing all the right things so well thank you yeah we appreciate that yeah we're gonna get uh another video coming up soon good. i think yeah that first one was really good yeah, people seem to, to like people it. People can the, definitely the go. Tribes. Yeah, I was going to say, check out your Facebook page. Right? Yeah, we've got the one right now, Worry Death Blues. That's one of my favorite songs that to is, play. I like the, the the name and how it how you, how it's explained. Yeah, it's a song about Worry Death Blues, so we called it Worry Death Blues. Yeah, Worry Death and the Blues, so yep. you call it Worry Death Blues. Yeah, yeah. it's a good time. Yeah. So when you're finished with catching up on all of the Thunderwolf episodes that we have available... Go check out uh, the tribes on, on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, follow us, like us, subscribe, mm -hmm. uh, throw money at us. You know the whole thing. Yeah, are we getting out of here? Yeah, we can. Uh, we are at a good time. Uh, next week's guest is Ashley Olson. You might remember her mm -hmm. from that Watergate movie. Yeah, 
If you like the show and want to support us, head to teespring.com slash awoo. That's T-E-E spring.com slash A-A. What is it? It's I thought it was A-W-O-O. A-A-W-O-O. Oh, it's A-A-W-O-O. Yep. Okay. Teespring.com slash A-A-W-O-O. Uh, check out the cool merch we have available. We have some friends of the show who have purchased um, some of our shirts, yep. hoodies. Uh, we've got some of the new designs on there where it's just Thunderwolf Podcast, the text. Yeah. Um, and I've got some pictures. Josh sent one. Uh, Game Master Cork, who's been on. Yeah. He bought one of the new designs, and he sent me a picture. So we should get that up on the Facebook so people can see it. And on people, the Instagram, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely on the Instagram. So we're just like that. We're on Facebook, Thunderwolf Podcast. And we're on Instagram, Thunderwolf underscore podcast. Yeah, yep. Um, and we have the Twitter, the Thunderwolf podcast, um, trying to work still on developing that social media scene as well. Um, we have been happy with all of the messages you guys have sent us about good conversation pieces. Yeah. Keep doing that. Send us your thoughts. Um, some of those are brought into the shows that we've done. So keep doing that. Um, is that it? That's it, man. That's it, right? Yeah. Time's up. Goodbye. Goodbye.